The Dental Download Podcast is your source for insight into dental school, conversations with dentists, specialists, and leaders in the industry. With new episodes every Monday morning, I'm your host, Haley Schultz. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Download Podcast. This week's episode is in good timing, at least for my school structure. We're heading into our weeks of finals. Technically, this week is pre-finals and the next week is finals. However, I have two this week and six the following week. So they're really both finals week for me. And that's why I made the topic of this week's episode, how to get through exam week, tips for exam week, tips for finals, basically just my guide to dental school exam weeks. So it's going to kind of look at the mental health aspect of things, study tips, and just taking care of yourself. So I have 10 tips that I'll share in this episode. Before I do that, I thought I would quickly recap this past week. It really was a pretty light week other than having our final practical for D2Fall SimLab, which was a crown prep of 13 and the provisional restoration for that. I think it went really well, which is in contrast to the last practical that had a provisional, which was of tooth number three, I think, or 30. It was 30, actually. And that one, I felt really good about the prep. I think it got an A- minus on it. And coming out of the temporary, the provisional, I felt awful about it. I didn't think I failed per se because the only reason they really fail you is if your occlusion is too high and to make my occlusion not too high, I reduced so much of the tooth structure that the anatomy looked off and it just was ugly, quite frankly. Like I wasn't happy with the aesthetics of it. So I was just not proud of that practical, but I still ended up passing it. I think I got a B plus, so it actually turned out better than I thought, but still I wasn't proud of my own work and it just wasn't a positive experience but then in contrast this most recent practical I think went really well since it just happened last week I obviously don't know my grade yet but I felt really good about it and then Thursday and Friday I didn't do too much for school mostly took it off and was just spending time with my boyfriend and giving myself a little bit of a break that way I could be fueled up for finals week and I also had my COVID booster vaccine so that kind of knocked me out a bit on Friday and I do have a bit of a cough right now so that's been impeding my sleeping a little bit so it's been I literally just had to stop that past clip because I ended up coughing if that's any indication how I'm doing but honestly I think this week of final should go okay since it's just two I have one tomorrow morning on Monday and then I have one on Friday for dentures the one on Monday is for a GI system which I got an A on the midterm and our grade is just a midterm and a final so I'm assuming I'll probably get a B or an A on this and do fine in the class because it's pretty straightforward And then I have two doctor's appointments this week and just really studying for finals. We have SimLab still Monday and Wednesday. Our last two sessions of the semester, we're working on complex composites. Not fully sure what that means. I know it's going to involve like pins, but I really don't know what that's going to look like. I'll definitely be posting on my Instagram. So my Instagram for dental school is at Haley Schultz Dental, separate from the podcast Instagram at Dental Download Podcast. So if you want to see what's going on in dental school, you should follow my actual Instagram page versus the podcast page is to keep you updated with the podcast specifically. 
But that's really everything for this week. Just the two finals, studying for finals, some doctor's appointments, and our last sessions of SimLab. With all that being said, let's get into the main episode with my tips for finals week or exam weeks in dental school. Right, I am here to share 10 tips for Haley's Guide to Dental School Exam Weeks. So the first thing that I think is helpful for getting through a tough, busy week is having something to look forward to, whether that's at the end of exams, if you're going home to see family, going to see friends or loved ones, or if you're just giving yourself a treat like a shopping spree or a night in at home, like whatever you like to do. Have something to look forward to at the end of exams or ideally, especially if you have a week structured like me where it's two weeks of exams, even give yourself something to look forward to in the middle. Like for me, I'll probably bake some Christmas cookies over the weekend in between my two exam weeks and that's something I'm really excited about as a nice break and two for one because I'll have a little study snack too. The next thing is related to the actual studying. So I have a few tips in this tip number two. So that is to start studying two weeks in advance. I think that's a very sufficient amount of time to prepare for a dental school exam, kind of using the first week to review the material and create some kind of study material, whether that is a Quizlet, a study guide, a practice test, drawings, whatever it may be. So kind of creating those study tools and then the week away from your exam, one week out, you can be actually reviewing the study materials rather than going through 600 plus slides. The other thing that you could do, and this is what I do, so I write out every single class that has a final or midterm, whatever you're listening to this, and I write out all of the content that's going to be covered. So lecture one, lecture two, lecture three, whatever the titles may be up to usually like 10 or 12 lectures. And then I just give those little check boxes to kind of keep myself motivated. But then I also go ahead and I fill in a calendar. So I just download December calendar off of Google. And then I zoom in on that on my iPad. And every day of the month, I write in which lectures I'm doing for which class, which day. It might seem kind of excessive, but it gives me a lot of peace of mind. And it breaks down the daunting task of preparing for a cumulative final over five months to be a little less scary because you know when you're going to get everything done and that you are going to get everything done. The third tip is knowing which classes to prioritize. So ways you can look at this is looking at how many credits the class is and also your possibility for success is how I phrased it. I feel like certain classes I know that I'm going to do better on than others if I put the time in just because it's more memorization based or the content I have more background knowledge on because of undergrad, something like that, then it's more worth your time per se to study a few more hours for that class to get an A rather than a class that maybe just never makes sense to you and no matter how much you study you could still do badly because it's very case-based or something like that. Then perhaps for that class you study an hour or two less and put time into the other class because either way you might not get an A on class number two. That's just my thing. Ideally you would study as much as possible for every single class but I just don't think that's feasible for mental and physical health and just with the hours that are in a day with how many credits we have in school. 
My fourth tip is oh so relevant to me right now heading into finals week with a little bit of a cold is protect your immune system. So in advance, always be taking your daily vitamins, multivitamin, vitamin D if you live somewhere that doesn't get sun like Michigan when it's the winter. And some of my favorite like cold prevention or when you start to feel that tickle in your throat like you might be getting a cold I really like to take Zycam that's a medication it's just like zinc and vitamin c pretty much it's more of like a homeopathic medication but I find that it works really well with shortening how long you have a cold and also maybe not even making the symptoms as bad if you take it early enough in advance and then of course I think everyone knows about emergency that's like You can either take pills or gummies or most people use like the powder that you mix into your water. That's also just an immune boosting thing. Number six is fueling your body well. So for me, of course, again, I need to take my own advice here. That's planning some nutritious meals. Maybe meal prepping would make sense for this busy week or two. Just making sure that you have balanced meals, that you have a protein, carb, vegetable with every meal that at least lunch and dinner if you can try to have some healthier snacks around I know we all love sweet treats around the holidays but if you can snack even 50% of the time on like carrots and hummus or a protein shake or a smoothie or fruits instead of chips and cookies and things like that that we all love your body will thank you and you'll feel more energized and it will also help your immune system. And tip number seven is something that we all need to hear a reminder of and that is to sleep. Please, please, please sleep. It is not worth it to miss your sleep just for doing well on an exam. And honestly, I think there's a balance. Of course, maybe you don't need 10 hours, but you should try to get at least seven hours. And I think if you're going to be sleeping for like two hours every single night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because you have exams, there's just no way you're going to perform to your best ability on those exams. Your brain's going to be foggy. You're going to be like delirious. You're going to be grumpy. You're going to be angry. No one's going to want to talk to you. So really try to get at least a reasonable amount of sleep. Your body will thank you. And again, if you don't sleep enough, you will get sick. And that just makes finals so much harder. The next thing is some of my study favorites. I put that into number eight here. It looks like I actually skipped a number. So this would be number seven. So this is my study favorites, like I said. So for me, I honestly prefer studying at home, but I like to kind of make it cozy or make it feel like I'm doing something different than just sitting at home. So I usually will study in the living room if it's not bothering my roommates. And then on our big TV, I'll go on YouTube and I'll either pull up a Yule log, which is like the um, fireplace scape. So you hear a nice like crackling fireplace noise in the background and it's very warm and comforting. Or sometimes I've been pulling up coffee shops, so they're like eight or nine hours, these videos of the fireplace or of the coffee shop, and there'll be like a light rain with some smooth jazz, and it just kind of gives you a little bit of a background so you're not sitting in silence, you don't feel maybe as like lonely when you're studying. I do prefer to study by myself, I get a lot more done, but at the same time, it can be kind of isolating, so this is a nice way to feel a little warm and cozy, and then... 
In contrast to that, if you are someone that likes to get out of the house, and I do from time to time enjoy that, and that is going to an actual coffee shop, I think it's super fun, it makes you feel more productive, and at least for those few hours that you're there, usually I can stay for like three-ish hours at a coffee shop, you're probably going to get double the stuff done than if you sat at home for three hours. And my last thing in this tip number seven of study favorites is a study timer. You could look up the Pomodoro study method. I think you can just look up study timers online. You can download some browser extensions. You can just do it on your phone. You can just do it with a timer that comes up when you press Google and press timer. Lots of options, things that are free or things that you could pay for, like the Forest app is another kind of study timer. All these are really good if you find yourself getting distracted with your devices or if you have a short attention span and you really, really need to focus on something. Tip number eight is more on the mental health aspect of things, and that is don't wait for a crisis to get help. As many of you know, my first year of dental school, specifically like the first semester or two, was definitely the hardest of a transition, of course, because it's the beginning of dental school, but I realized that I have a lot of anxiety during finals week and a hard time sleeping and just... It's a very stressful time, as it is for probably a lot of people, but to schedule with our school counselor, our school therapist at the dental school, you have to kind of let her know like a couple weeks in advance. So for me, I would schedule a session with her to be like the first day of finals week or the second day of finals week, but I'd have to do that a couple weeks in advance. If I waited till the week when I was all stressed, she wouldn't really be available for me, of course. Don't let this discourage you from reaching out for help because if you are in a crisis or you just really need to talk to someone, your school has resources that are available 24-7 or there's hotlines if you look them up online that you can access as well. But this is just if you're looking to talk to a specific person, like a specific therapist or anyone that's really your lifeline. So whether that's a friend or a family member or if your lifeline's like journaling, just start reaching out to those people or doing those things sooner rather than later. It will keep you more calm, keep you more level, and it will just allow you to go into finals week knowing that you're not alone and that there's people in your corner that are rooting for you and that know that you're capable if you might be doubting yourself in that moment. So tip number nine are some of the things that I like to use in addition to reaching out to the school therapist or talking to friends and family. So that's the Headspace app. I honestly don't use it as much as I did my first year of dental school, but I still have the $10 a year student subscription and I use it occasionally like on those exam weeks when I'm having a really hard time falling to sleep. I'll use a sleep meditation and again, very rarely, I wish I did it more. I'll do some of the meditations during the day, but I use it less now because I have less anxiety. So that is a good thing. But again, it's good to use at any time, whether you're feeling super anxious or not. It's a good preventative method. And the tools that I've learned from Headspace are some of the reasons I don't have as much anxiety now. They have different meditation sessions that teach you different skills that you can kind of use throughout the day, even if you aren't meditating. So I really do recommend the app if you've never experienced it before, even just doing the trial. It really, really, really did help with my mental headspace and the way I approach challenges and the way I approach change and trying my best to live in the moment rather than worrying and overthinking about what might come. So that's headspace. But a few other things for mental health that I recommend 
You can also do meditations for free on YouTube if you don't want to pay for the Headspace app. For me, the Bible and specifically prayer, both of those and devotionals through the Bible app, like all of that is really impactful for me, whatever your belief system is, whether that's like a five-minute journal or whether that's praying to whatever you believe in. I find that that's honestly the biggest thing that helps shape my perspective and helps me calm down when nothing else seems to be working because it just reframes everything to say honestly so much of this is out of my control in the bigger picture of life and I can only do so much with the time that I'm given the resources that I'm given and if I feel like I'm doing my best I shouldn't be worried I shouldn't feel guilty I shouldn't have to be stressed because I'm going to study, I'm going to prepare, and at the end of the day, that's all I can do. And you have to trust that whatever power you believe in is going to put your life on the right path, regardless of how exactly you do on a final exam. So that was kind of preachy, but that was honestly the biggest thing for me for my mental space, even more than headspace, is just like my faith and relying on God for trusting in his plan. And the last couple things I put on here that I like to do to improve my mental health when I'm having a hard time during exam weeks is taking a walk or moving your body somehow, even if you can't get to a gym or a workout class, just stretching, doing yoga, doing a quick 10-minute workout off of YouTube, any of that really can make a big difference and it can also help, especially if it's stretching or strength training, it can really help you study longer because you don't get as sore when you're like sitting and studying. And then reading, I think, before bed and getting off your phone are also really big things for me to be able to get to sleep during finals when I am feeling really anxious. So I just read like whatever fiction book or self-help book I've been reading that semester. Honestly, I don't get through books that fast, but I like to have one on my bedside table to reference when I want to take some time off of my phone. So the last thing, tip number 10 for exam weeks is to reflect on what you've done so far. So this means this semester, what you've gotten through, your accomplishments, the accomplishments that you've had throughout all of school, whether you're an undergrad or whether you're in dental school, and just making yourself recognize, I've gotten through tough situations, I've gotten through exam weeks before, and that means I'm going to get through this. It might be terrible in the moment, but it's temporary, and you're going to get past this and it's useful, it's meaningful, it's purposeful, and it is temporary. And this can hopefully help you reframe your perspective. So that's tip number 10 is doing some reflecting to help you reframe your perspective and hopefully it won't make finals week feel as big of a deal or feel as daunting. So those are my 10 tips for exam weeks, tough weeks, finals weeks. I hope you took away a couple things that will be useful for you to have the best possible exam week that you can and to feel as relaxed as possible. I'm right there with you. I know it's hard. I know it's stressful. Here I am with eight finals, so trust me, I get it too, but we can do this, and I would love to know how your finals go, how your semesters go. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. Again, it's at Haley Schultz Dental or at Dental Download Podcast, and I will talk to you next Monday with another guest. That is going to be Jacinta, and she is a D1 at University of Buffalo School of Dentistry. So with all that being said, I will talk to you next Monday.